Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Grant. Hi, Grant. What's up, guys? Well, long time no chat. Long time no chat. Well, let's start out this dirt alert with a little dirt from the past, and then we're going to get to some Lizzo being on Howard Stern. But I I just want to quickly bring up this fun story that I found about Mariah Carey confronting Cameron Diaz in public after Cameron Diaz had apparently said that it was torture. If you wanted to torture her, you would strap her to a chair and put on Mariah Carey's music. Yeah. So apparently Mariah Carey heard about this. And then if this was back in 1998, Diaz had said this. But then apparently they had run into each other at a New York restaurant. And that was the time that Carey took the moment to just tell uh, Cameron Diaz how she felt. And she basically said, people think I'm a little Miss Girl next door and they can say all this stuff about me and I'll never check them if they run run into me, but wrong. So I decided to take that opportunity to call her out. She did. She did. And there were some people that said it got real heated in the situation, but they are now friends and they've all, they've mended ways. They laugh about it They now. laugh about it now. I'm envisioning where this would have been. Would it have been like at Elaine's or at the Four Seasons? Yeah. I'm thinking it's on the Upper West Side. Right. They wouldn't be down at Balthazar. Balthazar. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> where you can get your egg yolks. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that's so great. I love it. Well, good yeah. good well, on those you know, guys for jumping everybody about likes it. everybody. That's, you know, that's true. And you know but what? But celebrities know yeah, when they, they put another celebrity's down. name in their mouth. It's, and, and it's going to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah. of course. Absolutely. Well, I don't know her. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's get into this really cool uh, situation that Adele made her, not Adele, Lizzo, excuse me, that's going to come in a minute here, but Lizzo made her first appearance on the Howard Stern Show with XM Serious Radio, and she really opened up about a lot of cool things, you guys. Well, I, I mean, Howard Stern gets authentic. He is a very good interviewer. He, that's what he's known for. He's I mean, amazing. He, he really is. This this He does two-hour interviews, and he's... Got I mean, it you really and for super two prepared. Hours, wow. And I bet she had a great time. Do you have some audio for us? Yeah, absolutely. So there were three things that I wanted to bring up okay. to this. One, she talked about how writing the song Truth Hurts, and which was her very popular song with the Minnesota Vikings connection. And oh, it just kind of goes. I love that song. Yeah, it goes down the road of what inspired her in this hit song. So let's listen to that. Okay. When you went in the studio made the song Truth Hurts, the DNA line, the why men got to be great. Is that all written down ahead of time, or are you just coming up with that in the studio? Funny thing about that is it's a combination of both. So the day I went in the studio to record that song, specifically Truth Hurts, um, mm-hmm. I was going through, you know, some some personal issues and I was sad and everything that was happening to me Ricky Reed was writing it down and he was like do you realize you just wrote a song and I was like no <laughs> I'm crying right now and you mean, we put it together that way you, you mean you went in the studio and said why why men great till they got to be great and don't text me tell it straight to my face you were you were just kind of unloading yeah 
Oh, wow. I literally That's went to the, to the salon, got my hair done. I literally went on a date with a Minnesota Viking. <laughs> like, everything. And then the bum bum be dum be dum bum be was a filler. I just was like, let's just put this in there until we wow. find a better line. And then it just kind of stuck. Like, everything was just like wow. stream of conscious. Isn't that cool? Very, very cool. That is great. And that does feel like she is singing that song. I mean, there is that guy, that song. Everybody, even if you, like, everybody has felt that way, you know, and you could sing along with it. It was like, it was just an anthem. Yeah. Right. And I love the, how she, you know, the bum, dum, bee, dum, bum, bum, bay. I I love that part. And I had no idea that that was just a filler. Yeah. Very cool. Cool. Well, she also opened up about her friendship with Adele. And she said that Adele had reached out to her after she received some negative attention on social media. And the story that she has with her, friendship with Adele is really cool so we can listen to her tell that story right now are there people in show business you're close with where you do have their number and you call them and you say hey I'm going through something now I you know I didn't expect fame to be like this are there is there someone that you confide in that you have real mad respect for I'll say this the first person who ever talked to me like that was Adele like Adele was like Lizzo (laughs) she called I'm blocking it because there's an F-bomb yeah. right here. No, she was literally like, how are you doing this? Like, when she first came out, you know, the the culture of music and being an artist was so different, especially what you were saying to social media. And she was just like, are you okay? Do you want to come over and drink some wine? Do you want to talk? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Adele has like, you know, she's oh, nice. like literally me in a different font. So, like, <laughs> it's nice to have her and like even her like shouting out my documentary at her show the other day was like really sweet and she didn't have one second here hold on that's nice there's a couple more things i want you to hear i just got to get through this little part because there's a couple swear words okay we don't want those (laughs) that's that's so great though isn't it that you have someone like that who you can turn to yeah i like that and I, i look up to her a lot like she's done a lot and she knows who she is, and she honors that with every album. And she gives us piano ballads that go number one, which is just, like, so hard and rare to do. You just have to be, like, the rarest gem of all time to be able to do that. We need her. I'm grateful Has for she, her. Would you be into a collaboration with her? Has she ever brought that up? Here we go. We've never talked about that. Um, I, You know what I would do with Adele? I would play flute. <laughs> right. I would play flute I love with Adele. That. She's that kind of artist. You yeah. know, isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah, I love that. That is so good. You know, she talked. Um, Grant. Um, he's got. Oh, we you got, got one, one more. more oh, I just yeah. saw that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we can do one more here where she talks about how critics there, you know, say that she tends to write music that is centered towards white fans, and she. Uh, is, what critics wrote this? Has I, she been accused of this? I hadn't heard. I've this. never heard this before. My God. Yeah, and she explains it very okay, well. Okay, all right. I thought it was particularly interesting in the documentary. There's a couple of thoughts I had about the documentary. There was some comment made by. You about your critics will say you write music for white people and i'm sitting there going you just got to write the music that's in your head you don't know who's going to respond to it you don't know if black yeah. people white people you don't know who is gonna, it's an unfair criticism and it only goes towards stifling whatever you have inside of you i mean that it's a hurtful thing to hear that right very hurtful um only because like i am a black woman (laughs) i feel like it really like 
challenges like my identity and who I am and diminishes that, which yeah. I think is really hurtful. And then on the other end, it's like I'm making funky, soulful, feel good music that is so similar to a lot of black music that was made for black people in the seventies and eighties. And, you know, and then on top of that, my message is literally for everybody in anybody. Right. And I don't, I don't, you know, um, try to gatekeep my message from people. So all three of those things for me, I'm just like, you don't even get me at all. And I feel like a lot of people truthfully don't get me, which is why I wanted to do this documentary. Cause I was like, I feel like y'all don't understand me. Y'all don't know where I came from. And I, now I don't. That's half. We have to edit there because yeah. there's another. F yeah. Probably. Okay. I want to show the world. Did you guys? I can't wait to listen to this. No. When, and when is the documentary? I, that it already came out. It came That's out. what I thought. Well, so this is an interview that she's doing to promote it. It's mm -hmm. out on HBO Max. But uh, and I watched it with Lily. And in, when you compare it to the uh, Selena Gomez one, which I think you watched, right, yes. Julia? Yeah. Selena Gomez. I watched that one. This Lizzo one has a way different pace to it. Yeah. I loved the Selena Gomez one. Different hit, different, different. feel. But Lizzo's is a little bit more fun. You feel yeah. like you're on the, the road with her. Yeah. It's it's a different type of documentary than the Selena Gomez yeah. one. I like okay. that. I like that. She also went on to talk about her boyfriend, Mike Wright. Mm -hmm. They've been they've known each other for six years. She's that's her guy. They're mm -hmm. crazy in love with each other. Yeah, he uh, even Howard Stern asked her if like this is the guy that you're going to have kids with and stay together with forever. And she smiled and leaned back and was smitten. And she said, you know, originally they were in like a situation ship where yeah. she wouldn't let any because she had her guard up for so long. She she cared about her career more than a relationship. Yeah. Well, she wanted to get to her career. I, well, I hope she talked about Prince in this interview. She did. She eventually did get to Prince a little bit. Well, I'm sure that Howard brought it up yes. because she did live in Minneapolis. So yeah. Their past would have crossed. Yeah, his producers probably did the research and found out that you know they might have their past had probably crossed. Well, Prince had Lizzo record the song "Boy Trouble." That's okay. right. And so, and she said everything about him was so magical. My favorite thing about him, you know, was that he treats you like it's your song. It's your, you know, it's your identity. It's a perfect audition for your vision. So he just let her be her and encouraged her to be the amazing woman that she is. She really Love is. Love she's it. having a. She's having. A five-year. Yeah. But really, this year's been huge for winning Emmys and everything. Good for her. Very cool. So, Good yeah, and you, you can check out a lot of those clips on YouTube. Howard Stern, Lizzo. They're, they're all there I for like you. It. Yeah. Adapt. Duh. 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 This Duh. is the study of Duh, Duh. with noted Duh. academic Duh. journal skimmer, Duh. Lori. Everybody knows. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that, Duh. Everybody knows. Okay, um, I can't recall where I, I can't cite my source on this, so we'll just call it from the Journal of Studies. But it is <laughs> well, that um, one, that one, yes. that Thick. one. It's Thick. very important yep. for all this research. Yes. I think uh, other shows use the Journal of Studies as well, but this is a real study of duh. It um, people waste an entire day each week searching through their disorganized documents or trying to find work-related things. <laughs> mm -hmm. I yeah. think that's high. Oh. oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Julia, that's because we don't work like regular people in an office in that way. You know, our shows, when you and I were in corporate America, I easily wasted an entire day each week. Really? To, oh, yeah, for sure. Changing my mind. Finding oh, well, stuff, something. wasting time. Uh, right now, people use 11 different applications and platforms at work. 
in the corporate America world. Okay, isn't that crazy with all the different passwords and all the different? Yes, we didn't have any of that. Maybe we did waste, uh, but it might have. We might have might have wasted time because we didn't have that technology. Right, right. So yeah, eleven platforms between email, messaging, project management tools that they have. It's not surprising. You're looking for stuff seven times a day on average. That's oh. crazy. Can you relate? Oh, yeah. When I was in sales, yeah. constantly just going. And, and you can relate to this, Julia, with all the booking you do for all of our yeah. LoJ book clubs, going through those emails, finding all the, the past conversations. How did you talk to each other? why yeah. the hell haven't they responded? Yeah, right. spending hours and just like. to pass it on to? Yes. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You, go yes. Through, you do go through this. The office chaos is real, people. I do it with those bookers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Book and you just accept that you're going to waste and a day a week, and it's you know it's going to be a little bit every day, and so just know that you might have what, an hour, hour and fifteen minutes every day. You're just going to waste on dinking around trying to find where you put that, how you did that, whatever. But we're giving you one of these mm-hmm. for all that because yeah. can't be fun. It isn't always easy to find what we need. All Especially these, when they archive your emails after a week. Right. That's, exactly. That's always tricky. That, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is to me oh, like, okay, right. um, I knew I sent it. Maybe it's still on my phone. Uh, and it takes yeah. the average American a year and seven months to feel like they're thriving in their new job. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. So anyway. All right. Okay, here's another one. I thought this was just oh, wonderful. This was um, published in the journal um, Psychon- Psychonomic Bulletin and Review. What is psychonomics? Psychology and economics? No, I think it's got something to do with hearing. Really? I think. I've Someone never heard of that it. word. Psych. Okay. Onomic. So you know. the way it's spelled. Okay. But that's the journal where I got this from. But I bring this to you, Julia, because I figured you would really appreciate this. You and your mother, Jan, and all your other uh, tribe who loves swearing so much. They I'm have, trying not to. They have noticed. done. They have done a study. Research, the swearing tribe. You know who this, you are. You know who you are. There are people mm-hmm. who love swearing. Well, research from the United Kingdom have found that the sound of swearing, curse words, sound the same in any language. Pe- it, but but isn't that interesting? But I but I feel like some people who swear, it bugs me so much. But here's the deal. The researchers, this is from the University of London, they discovered that curse words do not... They lack the sound of the letters L, yes. R, W, and Y. There's a lot of T's and K's. And well, hard consonants hard cons- can make your point. Right. And so because they, you know, the curse words, uh, these sounds, these words that this, that lack, the, the, these letters are called approximants, and listeners tend to view them as less offensive. Whereas other things, so what they did was they had 20 different people who spoke five different languages in each category, and then they had them unleash the string of curses that they knew, and what they learned is that there's something called minced oaths that every also language has, where they will say a word that's more like darn instead of damn. Oh, okay. Poop instead of the S word. Screwing instead of the F word. Yes. All these kinds of things. So um, even though the French have swear words that have, that will have a Y. Right, 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 right. right. They're the exception to it. 
they found universally that people can recognize from the language what are the bad words by just hearing it in a that's language funny. they don't I, even speak. Yeah, that's funny. I believe it. Seems like a duh. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get it. They sound the same in any language, mm-hmm. but French does sound the best. Well, French sounds you know, good at everything. Yeah, I mean, then talk dirty to me in French, yeah. please. 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 Oh, you're so funny. But please oh, do it. God. I want to hear more. Well, if you've ever had anyone talk dirty to you in French, it's quite exciting. You know what they're saying, but you don't. It all sounds so good. You are, you are, who, oh gosh, you're so weird. Remember I told you I went to Paris for I know a week there myself. I know you did, you did. Mm-hmm. How, when was that again? How oh, you? I worked for Carlson. I was actually between marriages. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I knew you. Yes. I knew you when you did this. Yeah, yeah. it was super uh-huh. fun. Okay, this is a real dot. Two-thirds of Americans have no idea what's in their home insurance policy, people. We just don't know. I didn't know until I had that incident. Well, you need to read it. <laughs> yes. That's However, what I found out in a bad way. Yeah, people, 65% of people admit they don't have any idea what they are covered for until they have an occasion to use it. Yes. So I will just, this was commissioned by Goosehead Insurance, probably trying to sell some more insurance, but I would just say it's a good idea to know because I remember... I remember renter's insurance. Yeah. Oh, I'm well aware. Yeah. Yes, and I am in a townhome, so that's a different type of insurance. Type of thing. You yeah. got to do look. You do have to look at that. But people uh-huh. think if they have homeowner's insurance, they think they have it for everything. They think it covers anything and everything. No, and you, then you uh, find out you have all kinds of clauses. Dogs. Go look at what oh. dog you have and what dogs are covered by your particular oh. insurance. Oh, that's, that's a big I thing. I would never even thought of looking at that. Right. You, because there are certain breeds that they don't cover and you have these breeds, but you don't tell them. So you go on living and then something happens and you're SOL. Do you mm-hmm. have, do you have um, pet insurance? I have pet insurance. Yeah. Yes. I have three, three dogs. So it's very, very, very. Remember when that first came out, Lori, oh, yeah. and I said dogs are the new and oh, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pay th- over $300 a month for my pet insurance for my three dogs. Yeah. But. I'm always in the hospital with one of them, so it has saved me oh thousands word. and thousands. Of wow! Dollars. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I decided. Well, this doesn't surprise me at all. No, but that's that's a good reminder. And I think when you get in a car accident, people are like, "I didn't know I had a five hundred dollar thousand dollar deductible." Yeah, this. Or I didn't that. know yeah. I didn't get a right. free rent a car. Those are key things to know. Oh, we're all adulting today. I know. Learning these things <laughs> from the it. study of Dub. But I there know. you go. All right. Thank you very much. Remember, curse words all sound alike, no matter the language you know when you're getting sworn at. <laughs> Don't forget, Lori and Julia, we're going to be at Creative Hair Design on Thursday, December 15th in Roseville. Come try on toppers and wigs and ponytail. What did we call the little pony? Your Pamela. Pamela. Here's this Pamela. Mine's Brenda. Yeah. yeah we name have, name we, your little hair pieces. Name them and own it. <laughs> um, okay, so... Well, Michael Buble was singing that song. Yes. It was making me think of this thing that Grant posted that they showed on GMA. You know, they do their little day brightener or whatever. And they had this little girl who was like in some kind of a little Christmas pageant because all the girls had little sparkly tool skirts sure. on. That might be a little dance one. Right. And she's looking... For her mom yeah. and dad or whoever. Yeah. And then when she sees them, oh my gosh, talk about it's darling. the lighting up of the face of a little four-year-old. Because Jimmy Kimmel has been doing his 
Santa, he's the elf, he and he's Guillermo, hysterical. and asking kids if they've been naughty or nice. And I, I don't know, these little kid things. Well, they're darling. They're darling. He, so he cute. excels in that. I yeah. mean, he is really, really good at that. I so love that. So if you need a little day brightener, this little girl, just like when she sees them, I mean, she's you. So happy, and then the avatar. I gotta say that red carpet was good. Okay, I got. I have a story, you guys. Yeah. Okay, so um, this is making. Um, we know this new avatar. It's been thirteen years since the last one. Cost three hundred fifty million dollars to make. Okay, that's unfathomable. It is, <laughs> and it ex- it's expected to make five hundred twenty five million globally on the opening weekend. But guess how much it needs to break even. I've heard a this. billion, two, two, what? two billion. Glo- um, yeah, globally and domestically, two billion to break. Yeah, and the first one, oh my gosh, two point nine billion. Wow. It is Disney has reportedly has premium theaters booked for Avatar two for five weeks after it opens. Two billion. Wow, that would make me. I would be sick to mm-hmm. my stomach. I'd be nervous. Yes, mm-hmm. I would be so. That is just. Mm. That's not funny money. It's what is it after 30? What was your billionaire from a million to a billion? A, mi- um, a million is a second, like, uh, takes would be 11 days, mm-hmm. and then a billion is like 31 30 and a half years, yeah, on in seconds, yeah, in seconds, in seconds. All right, that is a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, Grant, can you get the song Goo Goo Muck by the Cramps? I'm just doing an impromptu quiz to see if you two will. I have no who, even idea who Goo Goo Muck or the Cramps the are. Goo Goo Muck is the song. Okay. The band, the Cramps, uh, you know, maybe they're around in the 70s and 80s. Okay. Um, Psycho Billy. <clears throat> I would call their music Psycho Billy kind of music. And uh, <laughs> there's a lot of um, celebrities and, and normal people who are, who are uh, doing something. To this song, I want to see if you can name the TV show. Sun goes down and the moon comes up. I got it. It's the Wednesday dance. Yes. Yeah, from Wednesday. Yeah. I turn into a teenage Google I love it. So this song is. I knew it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So this song is probably going to number one soon. Well, possibly, but people are doing the choreography to the dance, and the latest person to do it is Lady Gaga. Oh yes, and oh I love that. She does that. it. Got it down to a Z. You know, of she of course she does. She, she slips on the platform shoes, the plaid knee socks, the blazer. You know, looking very like Wednesday. Even the Wednesday dresses up at the high school dance. I want to see do this. this. Where did you see this? Uh, it's on TikTok. Everyone okay. is doing this on tiktok oh everyone's doing the wednesday yes i know yes, that but the song is you gotta have the song you gotta have the goo goo muck uh song by the cramps and i'm gl- so delighted for the cramps that people are finding out who the cramps are and knowing some psycho billy it's, it's kind of got that 60 surf sound mm-hmm. too it totally does well, speaking of the smash hit on Netflix Wednesday, yes, um, Netflix fanatics are starting to order a new beverage from Starbucks, uh, the Wednesday Adams drink. Oh, it's part her, of her drink that she got at the coffee shop. It's part of the secret menu that has a dark vibe that matches the show's theme. The drink is dark like her outfit and light like her pale skin. And it's a venti cold brew with mocha sauce and a scoop of vanilla bean topped with regular cold, cold foam. 
Mm. Who could even remember that? Did you realize that that guy who plays the coffee shop kid yeah. in um, Wednesday, we know him from your honor, the Showtime show with watch, Brian Cranston. I don't watch that. But well, there that was, was just one episode or one season of that show, but he played Brian Cranston's son. But I just saw promos for it. Again. I, I guess it's coming. I yeah. guess it got renewed for a second season. Yeah. That's a good show on Showtime if you're looking for it. He looks crazy in it. I mean, just wild. I mean, he just looks. He's a judge. Yes. And something bad happens and it happens right away. And the whole show is about. What would you do? Trying to avoid the consequences of something bad. Your honor. While at the same time, you know, he's, you know, doing justice in New Orleans. It it was a good show. I know. You liked it. Casey and I both liked that show. Are you guys missing your um, California surf show? Kings, what was oh. Animal Kingdom? Yeah. Animal that Kingdom. was epic. Oh, that was so good. That show never got the love it it should have had. It really didn't. Did it, it never. It never did. Alan Barkin never got nominated. It was just yeah. It's that, like This Is Us is going out with nothing. They didn't get anything for the last season or anything. That was such a great show. I know. Yeah. Come on, people. Did you finish the peripheral grant? That's what I want to know. And did you start it? Julia? I haven't started it. You haven't. Okay. I went. I told you. I miss. I just decided to watch White, the Lotus. White Lotus. Yeah, that's right. You're just catching up. to I'm things. just doing it now, people. The, the White Lotus memes are amazing. They've got a lot of, uh, of course, the Jennifer Coolidge character, and I don't know how. I don't know how you haven't read a spoiler on that. That's hard. Because I don't know the characters' names, Lori. Yeah, so that they mean, would make a difference. It, none of this means anything yeah. to me. And I just sat down and enjoyed it. Yeah. Because I know nothing. So you know who Portia is. That's Haley Lou Richardson. She plays Jennifer Coolidge's assistant. Yes, I know who she is. Okay, that's Portia. I, she's cute. Yeah. She's cute and funny. I like her. I like Very her, much. too. I like her a lot. Yes. Good yeah. Character. And she's the one who got so much crap all season long about her wardrobe, even though she's playing a 22-year-old with no money, just accompanying her rich boss. She mm-hmm. got so much crap online, and then we have these what toxic men have? on the oh, show yeah. that got away with so much. Mm-hmm. But what does she That's, have to do with her wardrobe? She's in a show yes, and they dress was, her. Listen, you know, a lot of people watch that show, and it was just like her wardrobe was controversial and talked about. Yep, and she kind of embraced it a little bit. Yeah, yeah she She's like, like screw you guys. I like it. I'm going to do it. And she's kind of now taking it because of the ridicule. I think I remember reading, she's like, screw you guys. I'm taking this out out in public, you know, so. Yeah, well, I don't know if she's taking them that seriously, but she was having fun with it. because yeah, she's, she's just having like, fun with it. We don't, we, I've never really seen her in anything before that no, I can she, remember. Actually, she, I like her character a lot, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. She's and got, F. Murray Abraham, you know, at 83, playing the, matri- what the Patriarch. Was, he was lost in space. He's been in many things. But lost in space, I remember him yep. so much from Lost in Space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what he, yeah. yeah. What's his name? F. Marie Abraham. How do you remember that? You're amazing. The old guy, the old dad. Yeah, yeah, you're amazing. All right, everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow.